2023 New Year's resolutions, go. I'll tell you mine first. I want to stop worrying so much about my business yep. and think more about my family. I mean, I don't have either of those, but you get the idea. Yeah, I get that. My 2023 resolution, my turn, go, is I'm going to just let entrepreneurship unfold in front of me. I'm not going to try to force it. I think for me, it's like realizing that if there's something to learn, I already know it. Yeah. Rise and grind every day and shine and grow. For me, that that piggybacks on one of mine. I'm actually making this my first one now. Stop being afraid to shine. Yeah. You know, to not hide my light under a bushel. No, do not hide your L under a B. Pump that light out into the faces of everyone so that they squint when they look at you because of the light coming out of you. Dealer's choice. Here's a big one for me, Ted. Stop worrying so much about my looks. You're beautiful. You're a beautiful man. Whether you're a uh, passing teen or uh, a certain mouse who will go unnamed, if you're saying I look stank or I look busted, I don't need you to validate me. I know I look good in this dumpster. Here's the thing about Pepito the mouse. Sorry, I named him. Yeah. No style. Thinks he has style. Copies it all off Instagram. Thank you for saying it. You're a mouse in a dumpster. You can't dress that up too much, mate. Uh, Oh, here's another one. I want to invent a new kind of uh, fedora. Ooh, double brim. No, other way, really tall, like a top hat fedora. Love it. So like for special occasions. Look, you put a little belt buckle on there, take it off your pants, let them fall down and wrap it around the top. You're a pilgrim. Yeah, shout out Larry N. Come on me. I want a parrot on my shoulder. I want to get better at trimming my nails. Right now I'm on about every four month cycle. I'd love to get down to once a month. Uh, I want to wear a beanie like Bronson does every Sunday, walk around the coffee shops and say, yo, yo, yo. 2023 resolution, I want to get those hobbit feet. They're not using them anymore, the ones from the movies. I think I'd save a lot of money on shoes if I just had hobbit feet. Okay, our resolution 2023, I want to get back into poetry and I want to exclusively leave them on post-it notes that I scatter around the place so people say, where is that wandering post-it note poet? I want to get into poetry, but instead of leaving post-it notes around, I want to leave books around, mm. little open poetry books like journals, mm-hmm. so that when people see them, they're like, well, this is really, really good. And I can be like, oh, oh, oops, I didn't mean to leave that out there. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't, don't. No, no. Do you think it's good, though? Resolution number infinity. I want to look fresh to death, and by that I mean fresh to D, because at any moment I could D. Yeah, I think this could be the last year of our lives, and it's going to be a good one! Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, party people in the house tonight. Sorry for party ding. Shout out to the four entrepreneurs of the apocalypse: Bezos, Teal, Elon, Zuck. They're riding Bill. Yeah, they're all on one horse. It's Bill. He's elongated it, it, grotesquely, like a H.M. Bishbosh painting. They're all yeah. riding him, very close, butts touching. They don't care. Zuck is using his squid tentacle to sort of like gently smack Bill's bottom to make him go faster. Absolutely. And Elon's chin is kind of like the uh, cattle guard on the front of a train. Oh, it's sweeping aside all the sinners. And of course, number one resolution 2023, Tesla! That's right, guys. We're going to be driving into that sunset slash giant explosion in a red bona fide Teslarino. Get in, losers. We're going to hell. Should we start the show? Take my hand, Thelma. We're going to start the show. Hey, everybody! Bing, bong, bang. Welcome to Tap Talk. May old acquaintance Mm -hmm. be forgot. Shout out, Carlton. Forgot you existed. That's right, guys. And you're going to want to strap in 
fuck off and get ready for 2023 because the boys are back in town. We got the tip information, news and gossip you're going to need. This is my promise to you right now. I promise to be myself. I promise to see you in the nude, spiritually and psychologically as the listener mm. um, in terms of tip information, news and gossip. Yeah, well said, Ted. Very clearly said. And you know, the beautiful thing about New Year's is it's a time for new beginnings. Right. The aerobarous snake is spitting its A out of its mouth. Yeah, time is no longer a circle. No, because it's going to end. We are now racing towards the end. Uh, I want to just go ahead and clock that. Prediction 2023, it's the end. I think this is the last year on Earth. Yep. We had a good run. Yeah, yeah, so-so. And that's why it's more important than ever that you tune into Tep Talk, because, folks, you only get so much time left before we are absorbed into the eternal consciousness or H or whatever it is after this. Yeah, I'm Steve witnessing itself. Yep. But first of all, Ted, hey, how was your New Year's? How was your Christmas? Oh, it was great. Went up to the fire tower with Auntie Maeveen and Uncle Rodney to perform a New Woo! Year's manifestation ceremony. I played my role of the homunculus very well. I don't know if we summoned the dad of Babylon, but I do think the age of Horus is over. That's great news. Glad to be back. Was a little isolating up there in nature. Not my favorite place to be. Sometimes it's quite tranquil, but I did miss the tap. Yes, and there is a bit of an E in the R. I'm talking elephant in the R, which is, of course, we have been away for a couple weeks, folks. We will provide a little bit of accounting for where we've been. Uh, first of all, uh, Ted, as he said, was up on the fire tower summoning Ultron. Mm-hmm. And Uncle Rodney and Aunt Maveen, I know this is tough for you, Ted, because you have abandonment issues, but they did abandon you. Yeah. Shout out Gerald and pushing me out of the boat. Thanks, Dad. I was also abandoned by my aunt and uncle this New Year's season in the mm. wilderness after the ceremony was done because, of course, they had to finish the ceremony. And by finish, I'm, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, right. wink. Anyway. Auga. But I did wander the forest for a while, sort of moaning like a huh. Like that for a while until someone did pick me up. Thank you, Forest Ranger Pat. And that, Ted, this is a great opportunity to do uh, something I'm really hoping to do a lot more of in the new year with the show, which is a classic debunking. Everyone loves to debunk yeah. popular misconceptions. And we love facts and science and rational. Yes. So here's a, here's a little bit of a debunk to get Let's you going for it. the new year. Myth. There is a ghoul or a wolf or a psychopath in the woods. Bunked. Debunked. It was Ted. Me. There were some news reports going around that there's a freak in the woods making noises. Ha, ha. That sound familiar? That was me. Everyone who said that he was a ghoul or a goblin or an escaped convict or a man with a hook for a hand. Close. Close, close. Just a dad. Just a dad. And folks, that's just a good reminder to check your facts. If you hear some sort of a crazy story going around, don't be afraid to reach out to the dads in your community because odds are it's a dad. You heard that like, oh, there's a man with a hook scratching at your window. It's just probably a dad trying to give Randy a hook as a gift. Yes. You're in a, a new house after long relationships ended and you hear a spooky noise. Before you rush to 1-800-Zach-Badgens, uh, dial me a ghost daddy, you should really just go down to the local parking lot and say, is everyone okay? Where are all the dads? Because yeah, I yeah. guarantee you one of them is missing and he's howling in your drywall. More often than not, there are easy explanations for the supernatural things in our lives. Let's say you fall asleep, you suddenly wake up, you can't move, you see a shadowy figure in your corner, he's got a giant hat on, it's not really moving, he's just kind of watching you. It's easy to be freaked out, it's easy to assume it's some kind of an apparition. Odds are it's Gareth. Yeah, when you can move your limbs and body again, have a look, you'll see dreadlocks. 
Yeah. Oh, I saw the blob. That was just Marvin. He was stuck in his sweater. Told him not to wear that stupid sweater. And yes, we did throw McDonald's fries on the floor so he could eat. Yes. Shut up, Marvin. I think I saw a man turning into a terrible wolf beast. No, that was uh, Stefan and Bronson. Admittedly, it was in the silhouette of the moon, so I understand the confusion, but easy explanation for that one. Debunked. That was just them filming your new video, an American werewolf in... Bronson. The boys are doing well at the moment. Um, But speaking of the boys doing well, my mystery disappearance was explained by my homunculus tales of woe and abandonment. How about you, Tep Tim? Oh, you know, Ted, honestly, my Christmas and New Year's kind of flew by. The last couple weeks, I've been pretty preoccupied with a a big, a move. We're moving. Dennis and I are moving. Wow. Something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. I hope you and Dennis find something watertight. Yeah, that would be welcome after the uh, shed. So, yeah, basically, you know, Dennis and I, a little bit of housekeeping here, folks. I've been living in my wife's fiance's garden shed with her other boyfriend, Dennis. Who was left at the altar. Yes. At the wedding we ruined. Well, we were at the wedding. In which she eloped with who we thought was her brother. Yeah, look, I'll take a little bit of responsibility for this, even though I vowed not to do that in the new year. So it's been a bit of an open secret that I'm not allowed in the shed. Or anywhere on the property, right? Yeah, I'm not supposed to be on the property. And, well, what can I say, Ted? Put yourself in my shoes. You're in the shed, it's wet, and you hear everyone in the house. Grace and Uncle Seth and even Corey were all gathered around eating their Christmas beast and singing. And, well, look, art imitates life. So you stole Christmas. The same way that Dr. Grimp said, I'm going to get those who's down in Wville. I'm going to go and steal their stuff. I attempted, they make it look so easy in the book. They do make it look easy in the book. I did everything right. I painted myself green. I put on a red shirt. Hairy ears. Already got those. Yeah, I've got that kind of weird Cupid doll haircut. And paunch. Thank you, yes. And um, everything was going really well until I tried to make Dennis my doggy. I got the collar on him because he was asleep. Because this is all quite late at night. Two or three in the morning. I got the collar on, but of course he woke up with that. And then he didn't want me to put the antlers on him. I was going to say, what about the horns? Thank you. If you had been there, none of this would have happened. You would have been my doggy. But no, Dennis was my doggy. And I said, okay, well, look, if you're not going to put the horns on, at least don't tattle. uh, Don't tattle. You know, at the very least, don't tattle. And, And he said... I'm no longer responsible for you. Starting in 2023, I'm no longer responsible for you. I don't owe you anything. I've given you more than enough. And I have to uh, distance myself from you if I'm ever, ever going to dig myself out of the hole that I have dug myself into personally and professionally. Heard that before. Hey, Dennis, uh, believe it when I see it. You know, the dog in Dr. Grinch's How the Seuss Sold Christmas didn't give him this much lip, but sure, fine, Dennis, whatever. Just don't turn me in. So I got up on the roof. And my whole thing was, how am I going to get down the chimney? I thought that was going to be the hard part. But actually, I forgot they don't have a chimney. So right away, I'm like, okay, uh, what would the Grinch do? What would the Grinch do? That skylight, right? I forgot that they have a skylight. And I remembered when I fell through it. Right. Now, I think I could have still probably stolen Christmas. Because Uncle Seth is a heavy sleeper. But his alarm system is not, right? His alarm system is not, and I also was playing music on my phone the whole time. Right, yeah. You've had your alarm set to party rockin' for the last three years. Yeah, so sorry, folks. This is a bit of a boring story. I fell through the plate grass window dressed as the Grinch into my wife's boyfriend's house, 
And uh, you know how in The Grinch, when he goes down this chimney and he gets away and he goes home and he learns his lesson? I was prepared for that. I was like, I'm going to steal Christmas. And then the next day I'm going to say, oh, my gosh, they don't even need Christmas or something. And then I'm going to come back. They're going to say, we forgive you for being the we Grinch. Forgive you. you can move into the house the and I'm going to marry you again. That was sort of how I imagined it going. Instead, I felt the first arrow before I heard it. Mm-hmm. Uncle Seth, it was Christmas night, so he used his dummy arrows which, with the rubber on the end. Padded, yep. Grace had her mop, and Corey had that machete Seth gave him, and uh, they chased me good. And I saw that sliding glass door, and I ran for it. But you know the really good thing about a father's body is that almost zero glass doors hold up against them. No, no. I mean, that that is sort of why Big Boy Coffee is putting a new glass door on about every two weeks. And all the dads always say, oh, you it's too clean, sir. The door's too clean. I couldn't tell it was shut. It's not too clean. It's very dirty. No. They just don't look up ever. Well, and this is a bit of a Christmas miracle, Ted, or an anti-Christmas miracle. The one time I wanted to run through the plate glass door, I didn't. I just smashed into it. And so uh-huh. I had to um, take the cast iron pan and just smash the door. Fair. And I got out. And of course, they saw me go into the shed. Dennis was, oh, what did you do? What did you do? What was all that noise? Oh, what did they, they, they know you're here. They know you're here. I said, Dennis, don't worry about it. What are they going to do? Well, Uncle Seth, I guess he has fire arrows or he dipped an arrow in oil. I don't know, but he torched the uh, shed. Mm. Long story short, basically my wife's boyfriend used a flame arrow to blow up the uh, garden shed that I was living in with Dennis. Dennis and I ran away. Uh, so yeah, we're moving. Great. So where are you guys moving? Well, do you remember how we talked a while ago about Dennis getting his job back at the university so that we could get money from him to buy a Tesla? Yes. Well, he didn't get his job back, but he still has a key to one of the doors. Oh, great. Auditorium, boys. Free pizza for dinner. That's right. There's not pizza at all. There's no. They don't keep any food here. But we are living in one of the janitor's closets. Cool. Yeah, so that was all on Christmas Eve, and... um. I guess it's the end of January, so gosh, I guess I've just been kind of zoning out since then. Fair enough. And oh, by the way, yes, for all the people wondering, that is the inspiration for Corey's new song, Grinch Dad. Little bitch dad squeezing down the old chim, didn't realize what was waiting for him. Ho, 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 bitch, compound bow, bitch. Mom's boyfriend's so rich, he loves me more than you, don't pretend that it's not true. Um, well, well, you're the one who said it, Corey. Watching you flee was like a fiesta if seth hits you it'll be a permanent siesta and then obviously there's a little pee shooter verse dear god forgive the words of a young man he's saying things to thee that i just don't understand i think the jc could lend him a hand and, and teach him the truth about how we all live in this land or whatever it was bethlehem to the galilee Jericho, come with me. Sodom and Gomorrah, having fun. I don't think he gets it still. Yeah, I don't think he's getting it still either. He's trying. He's trying, and I do commend him. He's so sincere. Yeah, I really, he does I care. really. I don't think he's read the Bible. No, no, certainly not. I don't know that he's read much. I well, look, <laughs> it's no surprise that he's a dad. Oof, wasn't supposed to say that. Um, sorry, PP. <laughs> sorry, PP. Uh, yeah, so it did uh, come. Did come to light that PP shooter does have a kid. Yeah. Because he is like 37 or 8 now. Yeah. And I guess he had him young. And out of W. Wedlock. Yeah. Sorry, PP. I mean, it'll be out soon enough. Anyone who reads Christianity Today or watches TBN will find out. Basically, uh, 
Little Baby Shooter's Christian rap career has sort of fallen on tough times. Into the furnace, if you will. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of, it, it did burn up. Yep. Um, when Nebuchadnezzar looked in there, it was just ashes. Because uh-huh. it did come out that he had this kid out of wedlock. I mean, I will say it kind of makes sense of Pee Pee Shooter, in a way, knowing that he's a dad. It, it, it does explain a lot. So yeah, he's kind of on the outs with the whole Christian community. They don't really want him. So now he's doing something really interesting. And this is an innovation we rarely see outside of the dad community. He is now trying to insert Christian raps into non-Christian music. It's a bold move. It doesn't sound good. No, I think it's commendable for Corey to give him the platform. Well, he's my son. He has a real sense of loyalty. And shout out Corey. That's right. And Corey, that's just a reminder. You are my son. I know sometimes you wish Uncle Seth was your dad. And um, geez, come to think of it, he looks a lot like Uncle Seth. Anyway. So 2023. What are we looking forward to, Ted? What is on your TEP radar? This year is going to be a big year in TEP. I think Mid Journey AI is probably going to be making better Siri pictures than I could ever dream up pretty soon. Uh, but, but, no, 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 Ted, Ted, no, don't say that. This has been a big topic of conversation in the TEP community. We're talking AI art. AI stands for artificial insemination. Mm-hmm. This could be a, maybe a good point counterpoint, a little corner here for yeah, us, a little crossfire. On the one hand, it's made by computers, so it's cool and I love it. Yes. However, on the other hand, they will never replace your Siri drawings, never. Well, I just don't see how you could take ones and zeros and represent the amount of, I guess, pain I can put into a Siri drawing. uh, Longing. Longing. Yeah, and rejection. Yeah, exactly. However, cross point, counterpoint, they can probably trace better than I can. Well, that's gonna be a huge benefit when it comes to drawing Sonic. There's no argument about that. Well, that's true. But your Siri drawings are not traced. I mean, look, I will grant, I'm coming over to your side now in the cross point counterpoint. We have two chairs and I'm, I'm now coming over to sit in your chair with you because I agree with you on this point. Computers can trace better than humans. They didn't even need to use tracing paper. If you were talking about drawing Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, Dr. Robotnik, Dr. Robotnik. Them, like, like a perfect replica, computer will do it. 100%. But when we're talking about plumbing the depths of our mind, and this is where I'm going back over to my chair. Well, I'll come over there with you. Okay, come over with me to sit in this chair just while I tell you, and then you can go back to your chair if you disagree. Okay, sure. Computers, they can trace, but they cannot create. And I exhibit A, Your Honor. Ted, what time of night would you say you do your best Siri drawings? 3 a.m. Exactly. A computer has no concept of 3 a.m. No, a computer cannot be half awake and half asleep and hypnagogically translating images of Cortana from Halo, who is nude and it's okay because it's in Halo. Not rude. Into eight-panel consistent Siri erotica. No, exactly. The computer doesn't know what it is to be at its wit's end. Shout out, Dennis. Yeah, a computer doesn't know what it is to be Chris Pepper. Oh, Lord, no, not even a human knows that. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, This round goes to humanity. Computers may be able to do perfect trace drawings of Sonic, but they will never get the pathetic, desperate eroticism of a human. Yeah, and shout out thick, desperate eroticism. Oh, Elon! This year, the chin man's getting two more boys in his ranks. That's right, Tim and Ted are getting themselves a red Tesla. That's right, folks. So if you're just joining us, 2023 is the year the world ends, and that is why it is more important than ever that we get a Tesla. I want to be strapped and jacked when this baby goes up in flames. So every week on the show, we're going to be tallying up the fundraiser du jour and find out how close we're tip-tapping away to that 
total that we need to buy our red Tesla. So, Tim, let's break it down. We're looking to raise $150,000. That's about $140,000 to buy the Tesla, the nicest one, and a $10,000 tip for Elon. Now, you might say, Tim and Ted, that is an awful lot of money to raise considering you started with zero. But you know what? Fortune favors the bold. And uh, we decided not only to raise the money, but to set ourselves a little bit of a challenge. We're going to do it in 10 episodes. That is our solemn vow to you. By the end of 10 episodes, we are going to have our very own Tesla automobile. Our last episode was number one. And at the end of number one, Ted, can you pull the curtain off the big thermostat and show us how much we've raised? Ten thousand dollars! Ding, 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 ding. That's right. Week one, Ted and I raised ten thousand dollars. Yeah, well done, Tim. We we did it. We did it. The question on everyone's mind is how much have we raised now? Last week the number to beat was ten thousand. This week, ding, 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 ding. The number is Ted. How much did you raise? What's your turn this week to raise the money? I, I thought I raised ten thousand dollars last week. Okay. You're right. So how much money did you raise, Tep Tim? All right. Dennis, give me your wallet. Dennis, give me your wallet. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, I'll give it back in a minute. Drum roll, please. This week, I raised... Seventeen dollars. Seventeen dollars. That's how much cash you keep on you. Seventeen dollars. Oh, Closer cry. to the goal is still seventeen dollars up, my friend. And I gotta say, what a great job this week in the earning house. That's right. So Ted, between the ten thousand dollars last week and the seventeen dollars this week, that brings our current total all the way up to. $5,017! Where did $5,000 go? I, I, sp I spent some of it. You gotta spend money to make money. Yeah. I'm really excited to find out and hear a little bit about how you put that money back into the investment. Uh, yes. And so what did you, what did you buy? Well, what are we gonna need when we have a Tesla? Oakley's! Ooh, Oakley's, good call. On the back of the head, of course, and spiked gel. I think we're gonna need some hair gel and bleach, my friend, because somebody's gonna look pretty hot. That's right, Ted. You know, I just got to thinking and I said, how stupid are we gonna look if we have this Tesla and we don't look the part? So I got us a pair of Oakleys. So I'm pretty excited about this because when I put those Oakleys on, which I won't do until we own the Tesla, I think I'm no, going to look yeah. over at you. I'm going to put my hand on your knee. I'm going to come very close to your ear, and I'm going to say, good job. And you're right, Ted. It's very important that we not put the pair of Oakleys on until we get the Tesla because <laughs> here's the thing. If you drive in a Tesla without a pair of Oakleys, you look like an idiot. If you wear Oakleys and you're not in the Tesla, uh, even yeah. worse. People say you look like a perv. You look like a loser. You look, you look like a kayaking expert. You look like a Red Bull rep. You look like an RC car enthusiast with a bad temper. You look like a guy who's doing a video from the front seat of his car complaining about something. You look like a pornographer. You look like a DJ turntable expert who's 47 at the local music store. You look like someone who owns a raft. You look like a mini tramp salesman. Oh, you look like the two guys who hang out outside Big Boy Coffee with those guns in case the anti-facts shows up and then no one comes except for their grown kids who come and have to give them their medicine they forgot at home. And they're like, I don't want to talk to you, but if I don't give you your medicine, I don't want that on my hands. 
but I don't want a relationship with you. Yeah. You look like a yo-yo expert dwindling his savings away because no schools are interested in hiring him for motivational speeches. And like maybe the last time you did it, the yo-yo fell off the string and the kids laughed and then you went and you sort of crouched down behind the counter in the cafeteria. No one could find you and you snuck out the fire escape, set off the fire alarm. They all saw you and they said, look at the yo-yo freak, look at the yo-yo freak. And you took the decal off the side of your car when you got home and cried. Yeah. Shout out, Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. That's what you look like if you wear your Oakleys outside of a Tesla. But if you wear your Oakleys in a Tesla, you look like Stefan. That's what I'm banking on anyway. Yeah, I think we're all going for that Stefan Gellian look. You know, we're all going to transmute ourselves into the ultimate form by having a Tesla, by having the Oakleys, and driving around yeah. this town. I personally want to just spit on people out the window for maligning us the whole time. And just to recap, Ted, we are on our way with 5000 17 dollars yeah, so uh, one other little budgetary questionino yes um, oakley's what do they run at 300 a pair well i wanted the wraparound ones and i wanted the i wanted the classics and so yeah it was like 250 okay so a pair for you a pair for me that's no i only got one pair for us to share to share so 250 dollars. okay so yeah. well we got four thousand uh 750 bucks left uh, that you also spent. So just wondering, budgetarily, uh, Larry Wise, <clears throat> uh, where what did you spend that on? Well, uh, uh, where uh, did the money uh, go? What did you buy? Flat screen TV. What'd you say? Flat screen TV. But you don't have a house. Well, I did when I bought it. So you bought a a four thousand. Dollar flat screen TV. Fifteen hundred. That was fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, for the flat screen. I was got a I soundbar. I got Dolby Atmos soundbar. Okay, that was a thousand dollars. I also got a Blu-ray player, obviously, and okay, uh, that was two hundred and fifty dollars. I also got a Roku. I got the nicest Roku and a Fire Stick because I wanted to make them race. Yeah. I also got satellite speakers for the soundbar. That was another hundred and fifty. Oh, no, that was two hundred dollars. So let's see. I got a poster because I wanted to put up poster of like a cool car poster like Porsche. Yeah. I also got a lamp. I got a, a gaming mouse and a gaming keyboard. Okay. I got one of those okay, big yeah. mouse pads that covers the whole desk. I got a couple, a pair of mon yeah. a studio monitor okay. speakers in case I had become a music producer. Okay. And I got a microphone. I got some headphones. I got like nice headphones with the attachment for talking into like a helicopter pilot. Yeah. So we're going to put all of this in the Tesla. Oh no, it's, it's gone now. Where did it go? It was in the shed. Right, when... I told you, he flamed he it. He flamed it. Yeah. Yeah. The TV broke first, actually, before okay. the flame arrow, because it did. The The floor is very uneven, <laughs> okay, and good. I didn't get a credenza. Um, so the TV Tim. tipped over and cracked onto the dirt. Tim. Oh, and I got a box for the Oakleys. Can you just give me a second? Just Can, can, can we just pause the recording for a second? Yeah. Just, just pause for a second. I also got this little sound effect machine. Great. Well, that's it for this week's show. Wow, Ted, fantastic show. You know, I was hoping we would get to more of our predictions. That'll have to be next week. Folks, we're going to be back, and guess what else is coming next week? That's right, the return of 101 Ways to Be a Special Dad, because... 
the end is nigh, but it needs some help getting there. Shout out, Bronson. We'll be bringing up the end of the book uh, in our own style. Shout out, Stefan. That's right. Uh, and this is a demonic book. And, you know, previously we did say that not finishing the book was causing us psychic stress. But I actually have come to believe that if we finish the book, that will be the thing that brings about the opening up of whatever apocalyptic portal, portal. or whatever it is that's going Let's to end the world. And I think, Ted, not to be self-aggrandizing, but uh, I think we might have a hand in, in bringing about the end of the world. I'd say there's a good chance that when they look back and they say, where did this begin? What was the catalyst? It was probably us. Exactly. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Tep Talk 2023, episode one, Tesla episode number two. And of course... The beginning of a grand new year of Tep in which we promise solemnly and swearingly on the G of Steve to be the best Tep dads you've ever had. See you next Bye. week, everyone. So, Ted, here's what I'm thinking. If we can get someone who knows plastics, they could expand the Oakleys, like widen them, and we could both wear them at the same time. Two heads side by side. Hmm. Or... We could sort of Nick Fury it down the middle with a coping saw. You have one eye, I have the other. Oh my gosh, Ted, the Oakleys with your beanie? Yeah, I think that's the perfect combo. They're going to have to give you a snowmobile. I think they're going to have to give me a snowmobile and a Red Bull sponsorship. Mm-hmm.